Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on this Tuesday. Did you hear the news yesterday afternoon? News worthy of a little tar and feathering, which I'll get to in a minute. Monday afternoon, yesterday afternoon, California Governor Gavin Newsom announced a new COVID lockdown order. Now, what's interesting about this, this is after just recently he was caught attending a birthday party from one of his political advisors with people from completely different households, unmasked, by the way, that not only broke the previous lockdown order, but definitely breaks this one, which is now all over the state of California. And he moved, by the way, the most conservative county in California to the most restrictive tier, closing indoor dining, closing gyms. Maybe he wasn't so happy that two Orange County's congressional seats flipped red. Who knows? That's the cynical part of me talking. But regardless, just on a whim, stroke of the pen, announcement over the TV and the radio and the internet, just like that, he's restricting where people can eat where they can work out, where they can congregate, where they can go. Is that America? Is that freedom? Whatever the reason? Are people dropping like flies, like zombies? Are people incapable of taking care of themselves, making decisions for themselves? Is that true representation? You know, in a state like California, there's not two parties. No, there's technically two parties in the ballots, but everything's run by Democrats and it has been for years. So no matter who you vote for, that's who's going to get elected. And it don't matter what they do or whether people like it or not, they're going to get away with doing it. Well, it got even worse as he was asked questions about what he had done and why he had did it. It came up that they were considering for the next wave, no doubt as we get closer to Thanksgiving and Christmas, of actually implementing a statewide curfew. As if the virus pays attention to what time of day it is when it infects somebody. Or things are less or more likely to be spread based upon the time of day. A curfew. Think about it. Yeah, we'll let you go about your business all day when you're out, you're working, you're shopping although we're going to restrict greatly how you do it. And then at night when you go home and you're not going to be out anyway, we're going to put a curfew. And if obviously if you break that curfew, what's going to happen? There will be problems. They're not going to put a curfew in place and then not enforce it. And where, of all places, did Gavin Newsom say that he got his guidance for this curfew? Saudi Arabia, a kingdom 
run by a king. Think about that. If it wasn't so sad, if it wasn't so against the very founding of our country, you'd almost laugh. You'd almost think somebody was making that up. But the Democratic governor of California, who breaks, by the way, the very rules they set forth for all us peons, is considering a curfew under the guidance of what a king, unelected king and dictator in Saudi Arabia are doing. What would our founders say to that? It made me think of the great sons of liberty, all of whom are great heroes of my kids. The motto, one of the great American mottos that led to the revolution and the Declaration of Independence and the founding of our country came from the Sons of Liberty. What was that motto? No taxation without representation. Well, implicit is that is not just no taxation without representation, but no laws for us that don't apply to you. Which is, by the way, the essence of what these governors have been doing. You think there's a governor anywhere? Michigan, Illinois, other areas that have talked about limiting Thanksgiving dinners. You think there's any of them that's not going to have Thanksgiving dinner with as many people as they want? You think there's any of them that's not going to have Christmas with as many people as they want? What did the Sons of Liberty do to people like that? To public officials, government officials that were supposed to be representing the people but did anything but represent them. You know what they did? They tarred and feathered them in public. They tarred and feathered them in public to make a symbol of them, to show them that sons of liberty will not put up with taxation without representation, will not put up with politicians that make laws against us that they do not hold themselves to. I mean, good Lord. Limiting who you can be with on Thanksgiving, limiting what you can do on Christmas, having a curfew for a flu. I mean, we can argue all day long how severe COVID is, but at the end of the day, it's something that's been with us since there's been humankind. It's a type of cold, a type of flu. It's going to go around no matter what you do. It doesn't pay attention to your politics. It doesn't pay attention to your lockdowns. So why exactly, how exactly is it you going to curb the spread of COVID by like having a 10 o'clock curfew? When people are already less busy than they normally would be? It's the intoxication of power. It's being able to tell people to do things, and so you just look for the next thing to tell them to do, and eventually you get drunk with it. And the only sense that it makes is you exercising your power. We talked about this yesterday, how everything's upside down. The mayor of Chicago wanting to outlaw Thanksgiving, say goodbye to Christmas, Dr. Fauci saying in interviews that even when you now have two vaccines with over a 90% success rate, maybe we're going to need to continue our public health policies. Enough. 
enough. It's not radical to say at all that that kind of overreach is what led to our very revolution. That that kind of overreach, in essence, what I would say is a dictatorship, especially in these states where you know, you know you're going to get elected no matter what. I mean, if you're in Illinois, you're going to get elected. If you're a Democrat, you're going to get elected. California, you're a Democrat, you're going to get elected. And you're basically unaccountable other than your own primary, which people with the money are deciding who are going to win those things anyway. And then you start laying down laws that are that draconian, that apply to everyone, and then you don't follow them. Who's the radical? The person doing that or the person pointing out that is the kind of thing that led to people not trusting their government, not feeling like they were represented, understanding that there comes a time to put a foot down and do something about it. I hope you're of the mind you will not be obeying any COVID curfews that you will celebrate Thanksgiving as you wish and desire. You will celebrate Christmas as you wish and desire. You will go to your place of worship as you and your friends and your pastor desire and that nobody can tell you to do otherwise. I dare you to even Send me a message telling me why that's so radical. There's nothing radical about it. We're in such an upside-down world, as I said yesterday. Things that aren't radical at all. Freedom of religion is in the Constitution. Taxation with representation is the whole foundation of our system of government, protecting individual liberties. And all of that is being trampled day after day. And the closer that we get to coming out of COVID, the closer that we get to having a vaccine, now they're really showing their colors. They're looking for ways. How can they continue this power? How can they can continue this control? Now, I haven't mentioned this much the last couple of episodes, but I, I want you to think about today. What do you do with that? You know, on, a, on just a day-to-day business, day-to-day doing the business of life, what do you do with it? Because politically, there's only so much you can do so quickly. Things just got to develop sometimes. Elections got to happen. What do you do? You realize, first of all, that you can't control those people. You don't want them controlling you. You want to speak up about it, but you surely can't control them. There's nothing that you're going to say or you're going to do that's just going to change all those people's minds you got to make sure that in all this craziness, you don't lose your own soul. That you keep your eyes on what is straight and is true. Your family, your faith, your friends. Embrace all those things. As the world goes crazy, as leaders show their true colors, as sides are drawn and we find out who are lovers of liberty and who aren't, to keep from going nuts constantly focus on what matters relationships spending time with your family looking at your faith questioning yourself getting down on your knees asking yourself what can I do better what can I get stronger about and then building your community of friends you're going to need each other 
It was the Sons of Liberty. It wasn't individuals. It was a group of people that came together to support each other in a pursuit of freedom. And it's going to be the same types of individuals and families and lovers of faith and lovers of liberty that come together now and overcome the tyranny that is growing and growing and growing and is intoxicating to those who exercise it and wish to lord it over us. And our greatest strength, our greatest courage are going to come from things that nobody can take away from you. Your family, your faith, your desire to come together as like-minded people and groups. Now they can try to take it away, but this is America. They'll never fully take it away unless we give it to them. And I, for one, will never give it to them. I hope you can join me in that sentiment. So until next time, my friends, aim high, spread your wings, keep your eyes on the things that matter and your eyes on the people that would take those things away from you and fight and speak up and embrace your family and embrace your friends and embrace your God and come together and stand up to the tyranny that is truly upon us. I'm your host, Siloan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.